I'm Daria Rose, and this is The Foodist Podcast, where real people use real food to get healthy and lose weight without dieting. Hey, everyone. Welcome to The Foodist Podcast. I'm Daria Rose. Today, I'm talking to Rachel, who gave me a call because not too long ago, she had a baby, which has thrown her health style into a situation that is, well, let's say, less than awesome. Um, Before she had a baby, she was doing great. She cooked all the time. She loved her vegetables and was was active and all that. But obviously, since then, it's been difficult for her to do all those things. Uh, The reason she called now is because she feels like she's past the sort of the initial phases of having an infant. And it's been a year and a half, and she still is really struggling to get back in her routine. And you know, while it's not too bad, like I, I was actually kind of impressed with how much she was able to to maintain this whole time. She feels like she's still having, you know, takeout and pizza and fast food more often than she is happy with. So she called me to ask what she can do to get back on track. And you know, it's funny. I don't, as as you probably know, I don't have children, so this was a new one for me in terms of the specific problems. But I approach it the way I approach any health style change. So we sort of systematically go through and figure out what's different, what changed, what stopped working and what and why. And you know, it's funny, like what what really impressed me about this episode is that it's the littlest things. You know, it's like sometimes you think you know, it's this big problem and you blame yourself for not having more energy or you, or you blame, you know, your new circumstances because you don't have the energy, you're tired, this and that, but almost always it's something simpler than that. And for Rachel, we discovered two things that are are really so simple theoretically, but are just completely derailing her because she just doesn't have the energy to think past them. So I think it's a really great lesson for anyone who's struggling with specifically with a new baby. Not that you will have the exact same issues, but you you probably have something in your life like this where it's it's blocking you from from doing what you want to do but also for anyone who has a, a big life change and can't seem to figure out why they can't do what they used to be able to do in terms of staying healthy and keeping all your good home court habits so give it a listen and let me know what you think <laughs> Hey, Rachel, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Daria. Why don't you start by giving us some background on what's going on? Okay. Um, well, I've, I've followed the website for a pretty good long time, and I actually had a pretty good health style going on for a while. It took me a while to develop it, but I was cooking for myself most nights. I, I had a diet that was pretty rich in whole foods and, uh, and a good routine. I was doing a fair amount of running and uh, some yoga and I was, I was happy with it. You know, I was, I was happy with my weight. I was happy with my energy and, and the things I was cooking. And then I got married and had a baby. <laughs> and, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. And that kind of threw it all for a loop. And, and you had all those in like close proximity, right? Yeah. I got, you know, I planned a wedding in uh, four months and had a baby three months after that. So that's that's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was a busy year. That's a lot. And how long ago was that? 18 months ago, I had the baby. So, so like two years ago. 
Yeah. So we're kind of past like the, oh, well, he's a newborn. So I'm just going to chalk everything up to that. And my sleep deprived life, you know, it's starting to be like, well, he just gets up at 5am. That is my life now. This isn't a phase, you know, right. And the more I talk to people, it's like, it doesn't necessarily get easier as they get older, the changes just, you know, it just becomes different challenges. So I want to kind of get back on track. Because so much of it went out the window, like the, you know, hour, hour and a half I had to prep food every day and leisurely shopping and exercise, um, you know, with my job and then picking up the kid and getting him fed and to bed. And I see. So you used to spend a lot of time taking care of yourself. I did. And I enjoyed it. You and know? you enjoyed it. And that was your yeah. health style. And now you, not only has that time like disappeared, but you're also you have other responsibilities. I do. I do. So, you know, 90% of the time now, you know, whereas I used to love cooking, now it just seems like one more thing I have to do. You know, if I if I could take a pill and and be fed, that would be great. But <laughs> um, you know, just just because I, I want five minutes to breathe. So at this point I'm cooking dinner for us starting at eight o'clock at night. You know, we we eat and we pass out. So yeah, I, I want to find a way to to kind of streamline it and and find a way to incorporate it back into my lifestyle. I see. So does it so does it feel like you're like kind of picking and choosing like yeah. th- what you have to do and like some things you care about are just falling off the other end and those things tend to be like your self-care. Absolutely. You know, when I get I get a case of what I call the screw it's I love it. When when the baby's been up a couple times in a night, or I've had a bad day at work or something, I, you know, I have all these beautiful vegetables in the fridge. And I'm like, I'm not cooking, we're ordering out, pick something, I don't care, you know, because you're at your wits end, like you're, you're out of gas. Exactly. So I just can't begin to think to do it. And I don't end up feeling any better for that. Oh, yeah, of course not. You know, I just (laughs) it's probably compounded with like, like feeling bad for a bad food choice and then also the guilt and <laughs> regret exactly. on top of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and maybe I've prepared three or four different things for my toddler that he's thrown across the room before he settled on a banana, you know. Um, so I'm not quite ready to, you know, cook a huge elaborate meal for myself. And what is your, does anybody help you with any of this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my my husband's really great with it, actually. Um, he is an amazing cook. Uh, the only thing is he cooks kind of like a restaurant chef. So, uh, there's a lot of butter, (laughs) there's a lot of oil. So, um, if I leave the cooking to him, it, it will be very meat heavy and, uh, and very tasty, but not necessarily, um, healthy. I see. And he takes, you know, he helps entertain, uh, the baby when, when I'm, uh, trying to do something else, but, the baby tends to cling to me a little bit just because he's in a mommy phase. So I don't always have the option to step away. Got it. Got it. So you have potential help, but it doesn't necessarily give you freedom because yeah. <laughs> like there's, there's, two, there's yeah. a lot of concern. There's a lot of uh, uh, things needing to be satisfied that aren't necessarily yes, your yes. interests. If, if the stars align right, then yeah, I can make dinner, you know? Right. So how often does your husband cook dinner? Maybe once or twice a week. You know, we we try and figure out on Sundays. Sundays we go to the farmer's market, even in winter, and we try and get a sense of what we're going to have for the week. So you always have fresh groceries in the house? 
Always. Yes, great. definitely. And, and we have a great butcher and a great fish market right by. It's really, we're very lucky in that sense. So we'll, we'll have a plan on Sunday, you know, usually to, to cook five or, or six meals, you know, I'll, I'll make a soup or something like that for the week. So that if we do have like a panic day where I just can't make something, then, uh, then that's kind of there in the background. But we get tired of it and it's not always filling enough. So he usually makes like a, a wonderful meat or pasta dish, you know, once or twice a week and, you know, turkey burger or something like that. Whereas I'll make, you know, um, God, it's been a couple of days since I've cooked. I'll make a piece of fish, you know, or most of the time things hinge around chicken or I'll try and make like a brown rice chicken banh mi bowl type of thing. It, it sounds like you're doing awesome. What's the what's the problem? <laughs> uh, right. Um, well, the problem is is there are too many. You know, that's if all the stars align. You know, that's when everything's going perfect. Okay. And I'd say I'd say we end up eating out two or three times a week. You know, like uh, usually either pizza or tacos. And I don't really, you know, I kind of graze during the day rather than eat, sit down and have meals. Yeah, because. I mean, just getting dinner on the table is hard enough to then try and get food ready for the next day to bring to work. I just, you know, I, I've done it a few times and I, I always say I'm going to keep doing it. And then I'm just like, uh, it, it's not happening and I don't want to. So it. you work outside the home? Uh, three days a week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I don't want to spend $14 on a salad, you know. So, yeah. So it ends up being like, you know, just kind of grazing on like an apple or sadly sometimes vending machine stuff or rice cakes. It's really just whatever I have on hand. So your concern is that this is just not the habits you want to have for your own health. Exactly. It's like I have very little time to do any of this. So I'm just trying to figure out how I can, you know, I, I, I have that time on Sunday to cook. So I'm hoping maybe I can figure something out where I batch cook some stuff. But, you know, um, my husband and I don't necessarily want to eat like the same boring chicken and rice every night, you know. So I'm just trying to find a way to get organized and to just start. I see. You need a new system. I do. I do. It's just a completely different life. I see. Uh, it's interesting. You know, it, it's funny that you mentioned batch cooking because in, you know, do you know my food program, Food is Kitchen? Yeah, yeah, I I took it. I loved it. Um, I already knew how to cook, but I wanted to see what little tips I could get. And since having a baby, my brain is, you know, I, I have trouble remembering anything at all <laughs> besides my name. So I write everything down. I, I watched that right before I had the baby and it's gone. Um, Amazing. I, I remember, you know, the, the basics about, you know, things being the same size and, and um, some different herbs and spices, you know, and, and I have like a, a reference sheet of, of some of the different herbs and spices, which is helpful. But it's more one of those things where, you know, I can have chicken every day, but my husband will start going walk, walk, walk at me. So got it. Do you need a little variety? Uh, well, the reason I brought it up is because the so one of the principles that we just a refresher, one yeah, of the principles please. that we discuss in the program is that Batch cooking, you don't really, I, I, we like to think of it in terms of not batch cooking like a dish so much as batch cooking an ingredient. Mm -hmm. So like, 
And I usually, I usually end up doing it like twice a week. Like I'll make a batch of either lentils or beans or some kind of grain and mm-hmm. have that in the fridge. And then I usually do have some kind of meat too, or I'll just substitute with eggs if, oh, um, whatever, if I can't think of it or, or make that work, I'll just improvise with something else or tofu or something. And as long as I have different groceries in the house, which it sounds like you have, I can put together a meal that tastes really different with essentially the same things in my fridge for a few nights in a row, like five nights in a row, basically. By, by varying the seasoning or things like that or exactly or like it. yeah yeah so like let's say I'll have onions and peppers and carrots or something um mm-hmm. and broccoli or something like that and cabbage like like that sounds like a typical grocery thing for me so like one night I'll make sort of a I'll use some smoked paprika and some chili powder and I'll like saute the onions and the peppers with some chicken or some steak and make like a fajita type thing and then like uh, and I can do that with cilantro. And then the next day I can take the chicken and use like lime and ginger and rice and make, and, and cilantro again and make like Vietnamese food. If I cook the chicken with fish sauce or something or soy sauce or something, you know what I mean? Like a little yeah, bit different, I see what you mean. like pan, yeah. like mix and match pantry items with like your aromatics and vegetables in your fridge. And then just, you know, yeah, you're having chicken or yeah, you're having steak still, or like, and you can, but you can mix it up so you can do like have chicken and and steak in the same week if you portion it yeah, properly. I mind, I, yeah, I don't mind doing that, and you know, it's I wouldn't necessarily want to make chicken and then have it for a whole week because that wouldn't be terribly fresh. But exactly, yeah, like yeah. For, <laughs> for a couple days, you know, that's that's doable. And because I'm lucky enough to to work from home occasionally, um, you know, I can uh, sometimes, you know, get get things like steak or some fish or something but and same thing with the soup by the way you can either turn more things into soup or you can add the grains the beans the the meats to the soup or you can like sort of like reduce it down a little bit so it's a sauce i don't know there's a lot of things you can do oh that's an idea i hadn't even thought of that I mean, it depends on the soup <laughs> but well, well, yeah 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 <laughs> and i just got like an instant pot so i'm hoping you know that 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 can help me it's you know works like as a pressure cooker so that has sped things up a little bit. Also the freezer. Yeah. You know, it's, I'm terrible with the freezer because it's out of sight, out of mind. I put it in there. I must have so many meals in there and I have no idea what's in there. And I don't, you know, I need to learn how to like defrost things. Cause I have no idea. I don't know what to cook it at. I don't know what to put it in. I'm a good cook. I don't know how to defrost. That could potentially be a strong one for you. Okay. I'm not particularly good at defrosting myself, but probably because the same reason you aren't, like I've never had to. <laughs> right. You know, it's, I, I just haven't really, and it, I think of like frozen food and I'm like, uh, yuck, you know, and it probably isn't if I've made it earlier in the week. It's just also being a New Yorker and always being able to order something for as much as it costs to cook things. I, I just have never really done it. Right. Right. Interesting. You're giving me all sorts of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> But regardless, um, so like we can come up with ideas for you all day. Like regardless, you need the energy to do them. Yeah, yeah, that would uh, that would be amazing. I it's like I drink so much coffee already. I I have no idea where more energy could come from. Um, you know, I get like five or six hours of sleep a night, and uh, whereas I used to to get a lovely eight. And I uh, you get used to it, but you know that's where just the the lack of ability to get stuff done and the lack of remembering and all that 
kind of pulls from. Because like those are all those hours are chock full. You know, I'm um, running around like crazy just to get work done and and then to take care of the kid. And I, I do I do a little bit of cooking, as I said, but yeah, I don't know how to get more energy to yeah. do that stuff. Well, it's almost like we need it so that you it doesn't take a lot. It doesn't really take more. We need to find a way for you that you find that it's like it might take a little bit of activation energy the first week or two, which is just do something different because doing something mm-hmm. different is hard. Yeah. But but ultimately something where it's like you feel like it's actually better. It's a better choice. Right. I want that to be the case. And I remember that being the case. I'm lucky enough to have good knife skills because I took a class and everything. Uh, so that that is one thing that doesn't slow me down. But I, I do feel like it takes me a long time just to do things, maybe just because of the mental energy or something, but to just pull out all the ingredients. And then, you know, it's like the cleanup, my my husband's very good about doing the cleanup mostly, but it's like trying to fit all that into, you know, the maybe hour and a half that we have sure. before we fall asleep. Sure. And you, do, and you, did you say you do plan, you do plan what is on the menu? We do. We do. That said, it goes to plan about maybe half the time. We have great intentions and uh, not the best follow through. Can you talk to me more about that? Yeah. So what happens is we'll we'll go to the farmer's market. We'll have a good idea of what we want to do. We have, you know, seasonally, we have things that we like. Like now it's winter. It's a little more limited. But, you know, we like broccoli. We like Brussels sprouts. We will throw those together with chicken or rice or fish or, you know, like shrimp. And we always do a turkey burger day, one day a week, just on days because it's easy. That's mm-hmm. kind of our go-to, like that in a salad when uh, when we we have no ability to, to do anything else and don't want to clean and stuff like that. But so what I'll do is I'll come home, I'll write down all of the ingredients that we've bought and put it on the fridge just so it's like right in front of my face. So I can see them and hopefully come up with a couple of different meals. I try and write that in my journal in the beginning of the week, like what meals I have planned. Mm-hmm. And then I tick them off as I go. Oftentimes I just end up making maybe two or three of them because everything sounds so great and everything, you know, I I love the idea of cooking like I used to. And in my head, it's like, oh, it's going to be great. I'm going to relax while cooking (laughs) and, you know, like music in the background. And And then then, you just need like food on the table and like, exactly. You would pay any amount of money to get like, make that happen. Like Like, yesterday, I ate half a sleeve of Ritz crackers while trying to get my son to eat anything else, you know, um, being a great example. Um, And then was like, okay, well, I was going to cook and now I don't have to because I'm not hungry. And that was a great dinner. And it just stuff like that happens or or just the the case of I just don't care. Just get some food in me before I kill someone. Got it. Yeah. I have a question. Do you find how long does it take you to cook a dinner? Uh, generally about an hour. It it does take me a while. And I don't know why. <laughs> it just it takes me a long time to to cook. Okay. Maybe it's because I have a very small space. I don't know. So an hour just for the two of you and the baby? No, I feed the baby beforehand. So just for the um, two of you, it takes an hour. Yeah, yeah. Are you are you making elaborate dishes? Like, what are you making? Yeah, kind of. Let's see. Sorry, I have to look at my book to see what I make because, again, can't hold a thought in my head. It's sad. <laughs> Let's see. I make like a a mushroom and Swiss toast. I uh, I made like a chicken carnitas. 
potatoes, you know, like twice baked potatoes with vegetables and cheese, uh, banh mi rice bowl, things like that are all. Dang, are all, I'm coming to your house. Right? <laughs> it sounds so good, but, you know, um, uh, again, only I, I have made all of those in the past month, but, you know, definitely interspersed with a fair amount of, of pizza and tacos. Sure. That might be, uh, it might be overambitious for what you need right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that might be part of the issue. I mean, what's cool is you can still sort of maintain those flavor profiles. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And just turn it into like a, yeah, but just make a stir fry (laughs) or like, or just make a curry or something that's like really easy. Totally. I I can't remember the last time I made a stir fry because it doesn't occur to me because we're both like foodies. So we, we both go to this like lofty place and send each other these recipes that it's like, Oh, this will only take 16 hours to sous vide. Um, <laughs> you're sous viding. That's amazing. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, my husband is it. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, I mean in a good way, but just, yeah, it's, we, we do get a little, a little complicated. I definitely can, can admit to that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would, especially for weekdays, you know, it's like, there's nothing wrong with, with having grand plans, like I, I, t- I cook a dinner like that, like a, a something where I'm like, man, my friend should see this, yeah, <laughs> um, and taste this. I do that maybe once a week mm-hmm. or twice a week, but I cook five days a week or more, maybe depending on my social life. But, but I, most of the things I cook are like roasted chicken legs and sautéed broccoli with carrots and garlic, or like you know, yeah. or like you know, something fairly. Something basically that cooks itself while I'm still working. Right. Yeah. And and that's what I would like. I would like, you know, that's why I got this Instant Pot thing. But it it isn't, I'm loving it. It's a new gadget, you know, but it's not really saving me time because I'm doing fancy things with it. Mm-hmm. But I do, I need something that can, that can kind of work for me while I'm doing other things. Yeah. Uh, simpler meals may may definitely be be a good idea. You know, I, I tend to think of them as like, oh, it's boring and then I'll get bored of it and then I'll eat junk. But, um, I think you're, I think you have a good point about keeping the flavor profiles. Yeah. The food doesn't have to taste boring. Right. Right. It, it doesn't need an elaborate prep. I mean, cause I'm thinking, cause the things you're describing, I mean, I'm thinking like fajitas and like that's, you have to cook the chicken, you have to cook the veggies, you need to make like toppings, mm-hmm. like the banh mi bowl. Exactly. That's like a lot of different parts. It is. I'm, I'm pickling carrots and radishes as we speak, you know, and Yum. it doesn't sound, <laughs> it, they're so good. Oh my God. It doesn't <laughs> sound like a lot, but you know, when you add it all up and, and to the other things I have to do, um, you know, it just makes me want to go back to bed. Yeah. I think this is a big part of it. It sounds like if it's taking you an hour to cook dinner for two and you're exhausted and you sometimes don't even want to do it, uh, it's almost like your brain is like, don't do this to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like just soldiering on through exhaustion. Like I don't even listen to my brain anymore. Yeah. You know? So that's a big target. If I were you, I would um, talk to the hubby and see if... You know, and it sounds like he's a good cook. I mean, it sounds like actually you could both maybe work on this a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, just figuring out, like, just have a goal for a month, the two of you, and just be like, what are, like, five dishes that we can, like, make that are really simple and really tasty and that are easy to switch up? Yeah. So, for example, um, you've probably seen my roasted cauliflower dish. 
I love that. I do. <laughs> awesome. So I make it, I, I often make it with just curry and salt and it's great. And I do that. But, but if I just give him a vegetable for dinner. Mm. Oh no, that's a side <laughs> dish. That's a side dish oh, for okay. sure. Okay. But, um, what I'm saying is like one day I'll just make it like that. But like some days I'm like, I got, I've had that three times this month. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to have right. curry yeah. cauliflower again. I'll, I'll roast the cauliflower, but I'll like shave some lemon zest on there, shave some like parm on there, like throw some olives or capers or something in there, make it Italian, make it garlic. <laughs> and it's not different work. It's the same right. amount of work because I'm still just flavoring cauliflower, cauliflower yeah. and throwing it in the oven and going back to my work. Right. No, that's, that's a very good idea. And, uh, you know, roast, we do roast vegetables. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, we have to take everything out of the oven again. And, um, oh, you keep a bunch of, you use your oven for storage. We have to, we have to, we have a tiny New York kitchen. So, you know, and he has one of those, uh, it's like a pizza stone, except it weighs 60 pounds. Um, so <laughs> I you, have to haul literally? that thing out. Literally, literally. 60 pounds? 60 pounds. It's, it's like wrought iron. I don't know why he has it. Like, it's great for heating up pizza, but... Can, can you just leave it in there? Maybe. I feel like it takes longer to heat up or something. I don't know. Uh, we probably can leave it in there. Um, you know, taking muffin tins out and everything, that's not a big deal. This is a huge one. This is a huge problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't it, use your oven. I can. It's just like, just think about the mental energy. It's like going to the gym. It's to, basically like um, you can't use your oven. Yeah, kind of. I mean, that's what you're telling. I mean, you're telling me it's too much work. I do. But exactly like just the mental thing to to just get that out of there. It's a lot different than just turning on the oven. You okay. know, it's like- Here's what needs to happen. You either, <laughs> you either need to start heating your oven with that thing in there. <laughs> or take it out and store it unless you're going to use it. Store it some like on the top of your closet. <laughs> I don't yeah, care. Not, like we use it when we get the pizza because it's uh, you know, the pizza kind of droops a little bit and it makes me very sad. So that's used to crisp up the bottom. I see. So you do use it regularly. Yeah, yeah. And uh it's something about it evening out the heat in the oven. It's very technical. It's I would leave it in. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that I used to have help. a pizza stone and I always left it in the oven. Just like leave it on like the bottom shelf or whatever. And you can use the top shelves for whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Okay. That that's remarkably easy and something I never would have thought of. <laughs> <laughs> and it's one of those things where, where, well, now where is it going to go? Now it has to go on the garbage and now I can't get in the garbage while I'm cooking. You know, it's one of those stupid things that. It, it can be, sometimes be really hard to identify a barrier like that because yeah. in, in, cause technically you can move it. Yeah, you know, technically, technically and so it's just all of a sudden your fault for not like in your brain, you, know, you know, the way your brain like you don't say this in words to yourself, but in your mind right. you're like, uh, I just, yeah. I, I, you know, and you don't cook dinner, but like right. roasting is like such a time saver. It's such a great yeah. way to cook. And it's my favorite way to do vegetables. So especially this time of year, exactly. warms up your whole house. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, especially you know, winter vegetables are just ninety percent of them are be- better roasted anyway. <laughs> Bitter and sad, and it's like if I see one more kale leaf, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. The but radishes are amazing right now, by the way. I I never liked them until I started pickling them and roasting them. So yeah, they're they're being pretty good. Oh, sweet. Okay, so we have you and your husband are going to talk about how to make le- like training yourselves to become more practical cooks, more practical yes. weekday cooks with simpler yes. meal ideas. Ideally, one dish two max. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to cook your meat and veggies separate, fine. But like, 
you don't like you don't need to have like three or four pots going. That's absolutely <laughs> insane. Yeah. And 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 by the way, batch cooking grains and beans on the weekends can remove one of those pots from your weekday stove as well. Yeah. Yeah, I uh I think I'm going to start trying to do that with rice. It's again one of those things like rice doesn't reheat that well in my experience. So it's like, oh, it's just an hour, well, you know, it doesn't exactly take work and then I don't do it, you know. I have a magic trick for you. Okay. So recruit your husband, make mm. a big batch of rice. Mm-hmm. Store it. So I there's a I'll I'll put this in the show notes, but there's a uh article on summer tomato about how to freeze rice individually i remember something about in a ball or something yeah you just like put it in some like plastic wrap put it in balls and i put all the balls in a big ziploc and i stick it in the freezer and they're individual little portions of rice and then i pull it out i run it under warm water just to like so i can get the get the plastic off off. yeah and then i stick it in the microwave and heat it up for like one minute and you get like perfectly beautiful steamed rice yeah it doesn't get like dry and nope it's amazing all right. I'm going to, yeah, I'll go to the show notes and find that again, because yeah, that would be very helpful. Uh, so, okay. And also in my experience, also rice is the only grain that does that like quinoa, farro, they all keep pretty well in the fridge. Yeah. Yeah. Those were, those were, well, we can't do quinoa. He, he will not. I, I don't blame him by the way. Yeah. It's, it's just kind of, eh. um, <laughs> the farro we like, you know, barley we like, but um, but rice is just kind of it's comforting. It it works with everything we use. That jasmine brown rice. Okay, so it, cool. It has like a nice flavor to it. Um, so doing the like you and your husband, you could tag team that one batch of rice and have two weeks of rice done in like half an hour or less. Yeah, we could we could definitely do that. We could definitely do that. Cool. One other thing I would consider, like just listening to you and ideas for you, is so you said that your husband makes delicious, unhealthy food. Yeah. I mean, it's not like he's making fried chicken. Like he made the most amazing salt and boca the other day or some scampi over pasta, you know, so. It's just rich. Yeah. And he, you know, his brother is a chef and he learned a lot of stuff from him and, you know, from online and like, he'll, he'll do the whole flavor, the pasta water. So it tastes like the sea. And, you know, then my rings don't fit the next day. You know, it's, (laughs) it's delicious, but it, it is very much like going out. I see. Uh, is he at all open to lightening it up every once in a while? You know, he is, but it just seems to work better when I do it. (laughs) You know, because I think he thinks he's using less than he is like he'll be like no it's it's like the tiniest pat of butter and it's like a third of a stick and it's like yeah but it doesn't get absorbed it's like it's still there you know <laughs> <laughs> it's just there it's not you know w- when i cook it's very different yeah does he cook a lot of vegetables no no i i cook the vegetables he does the occasional brussels sprout and potatoes maybe he w- could work on his vegetable cooking skills yeah, you know, he's he's amazingly he's an amazingly good sport. You know, he'll It sounds he'll, like it. Yeah, he'll work on whatever I suggest. Um very supportive uh just has a tendency to to rich it up. Be like, "Oh, well I found this on Serious Seats and they say this is the best way to have it." And it's like, "Well, I'm sure that tastes amazing. You know, if you prepare a boot that way, it would taste amazing. Um, but, <laughs> That's what my dad used to always say. He's like, I could put cheese and butter on shoe leather and you kids would eat it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like, who wouldn't? Yeah. That sounds delicious. Why not? Exactly. So uh, 
trying to get trying to find the balance between lighter and tasting good because he likes my food. He likes the lighter stuff I prepare. It's just not so much his wheelhouse. Sure. Well, he can start by making rich vegetables. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, and I can take that, you know, if if I'm not if I'm having like fish or something light with it, you know, that's fine. All right. Well, so I feel like this is this is your new life. And okay. this is this is yeah. <laughs> a retooling of your health style. Right. Because yeah. your old habits are not practical anymore. No, they're not. <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah. They will be again one day. Yes. yes. And 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 we are not we're not you're not losing the skill of cooking awesome multi-course menus and your husband can still has the skill of making like rich and amazing food for special occasions. And, you know, when you don't have somebody who's like dependent on you almost 24 hours a day to sleep right. and poop and eat and everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, parenting, I'm sure will get harder, but at some point, like you will have some more you time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and those skills you have aren't going away, but in the meantime, we want you to feel good about how you eat and how you take care of yourself. And even when you're tired, we don't want it slipping completely off the rails. Right. Cause that just contributes to the whole exhaustion and feeling crummy. And, you know, exactly. If I'm not eating the fresh food, then I just get even more tired. So, right. Without self care, you can't take care of anybody else. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, you can beat yourself up about it, but it doesn't, matter. it doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So it sounds like we have something of a working plan. Yes. Yeah. So just the, uh, the simpler meals for me and my husband, uh, batch cooking rice in that, uh, in the freezer way, um, certainly worth a shot. And varying seasoning and things like that, you know, keeping the variety of things we do with that, but with simpler prep. Yeah. And maybe getting your husband to work on work focusing on, a little bit on uh, on health since it's more difficult for you too these days. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and and he he loves veggies and everything just uh I I think they just don't occur. They're they're not first in his mind. But uh but yeah, I think I think that sounds like a good plan. Yeah, I think this is good. I, um, and I'm sure you'll you'll run into snags and kinks still, <laughs> but um, this is this is how you need to think about it. It's like, well, what's the real problem? The real problem is your meals are taking too long to cook. The yeah. real problem is you have no access to your oven half the week, right? right. And only for pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. It, see, when you put it that way, it all makes a lot of sense. Uh, I think just in my own head, I was looking at all of the obstacles I have. And it's like, I couldn't narrow down what exactly was getting in my way. Cause it's like, well, cause it used to be different. Yeah, exactly. So it, and it took me a while to figure that out. And, and it's like, well, no, I'm still trying to make that fit my new life. And it's a completely different, <laughs> Precisely. completely different box. So. Yeah. So like you think the problem is you like have all these baby chores now and that just takes away from your other time. But the real issue is that those baby chores are not negotiable. And so what has to change is how you take care of yourself and the amount of time there. And we don't want to stop taking care. We don't want you to stop taking care of yourself and we don't want you to do a less good job of it. But 
And we don't want you to be unhappy about it. So you still have to like the food. Um, But there are ways to sort of hack around the edges on make and on, on identifying the new roadblocks. Right. And finding simple solutions for them. Right. Cool. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. And Thank I think you. it's really hard. You know, when you're when you're in it, like you are, and you're like exhausted, like it's <laughs> so hard to like take a step back and be like, I know if I could just get all this stuff out of the oven, I could just like, <laughs> exactly. I could roast exactly. some more vegetables and everything would be fine. Um, that's really hard to do. So, and I think, you know, it's funny, I get a lot of emails from moms, new moms, especially, and they're just like, they'll be like, you're crazy. Like, I can't do all the stuff you say. And it's like, well, no, you do it different. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it is. It's like you, you know that there's something that maybe you should do different, but most of the time it just feels like you're surviving. And if, if you dare change one thing, you know, this might all come crashing down. <laughs> you're just barely making it work. So, you know, having, having that extra pair of eyes to, to kind of troubleshoot is, is a big help. Yeah. Cause it can be really overwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> but fun, fun. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Worth it. Exactly. Exactly. Awesome. Well, do you have any more questions or you think you're good to go? I I think I'm good. I think I'm good. I'm going to going to brainstorm with the hubby tonight. Beautiful. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Rachel. Thank you so much, Daria. Thanks for listening to the Foodist podcast. I'm Daria Rose. And if you're interested in upgrading your own health style, learning how to get healthy and lose weight without dieting and without all of the suffering that it brings, then head over to my website, Summer Tomato, and sign up for my weekly newsletter. When you sign up, you'll get a free starter kit that'll teach you the basics of how to start changing the way you think about food, health, and weight loss. You'll also get a free chapter from my book, Foodist, called The Myth of Willpower that explains the science behind why the no pain, no gain mantra of the weight loss industry is the absolute worst approach to getting healthy. So come over to Summer Tomato and sign up. We have a fantastic community and we would love, love, love to have you. Thanks for listening and I will see you next time.